This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. I want winners. I want people that want to win. What is up, 49ers fans? This is Double G for the audio podcast only version of We Want Winners, the preview to 49ers Eagles. I want to apologize because I had all intentions to get this thing up much earlier than Saturday evening, mere hours before the 49ers and the Eagles. Not really. It's a late game. But I was just looking for more information. I was looking for injury information. I was looking for updates about some of the players, anything else going on. And the information uh, was not... It just wasn't out there today. Like I think I got one notification from the 49ers website about... Uh, they activated two players, so let's get let's get to the injury report. Unfortunately, we don't have an updated injury report injury report past Friday. So the the Friday practice that means the latest information we have is that Eric Armstead and Jordan Mason and Ray Ray McLeod are questionable. For the game, they were limited in participation on Friday. Now, based on when you listen to this, on Sunday morning, you may very well know more information than I know right now. But that is all that I can find as of Saturday evening as I'm recording this. Also, Trent Williams, uh, he... What uh, he was—he was a full participant. Uh, you know, we kind of track him just because he's uh, someone that the 49ers are, are making sure uh, plays as much as humanly possible. He, he may be the single most valuable player on their team. Uh, Spencer Burford also was a full participant. Uh, Nick Bosa, who seems to be completely fine, he was limited in participation, but that may just be. Uh, you know, let's give him a little bit of rest for the practice. Now, on the Eagles side, Fletcher Cox, uh, their defensive tackle, uh, he did not practice at all on Friday. Again, I don't know what the latest is for Saturday. Same with Justin Evans, their safety. Uh, and and Fletcher Cox is questionable. Uh, Justin Evans is out. And it looks like Zach Cunningham inside linebacker is out. That is... Uh, a, a little a, a little more worrisome, I think, for the Eagles, and we'll get to that in a second as to why. Dallas, uh, they're tied in Dallas Goddard. He is doubtful for the game. And a bunch of their other players were uh, kind of uh, just on the injured list, but it looks like they're going to be fine. Uh, those are the main ones. So this game, obviously, rematch of the NFC Championship game, uh, a game that went haywire for the Niners because they didn't have a backup quarterback. It was uh, Brock Purdy, and he was out, and then it was like, hey, uh, I wonder if uh, Christian McCaffrey can actually throw a pass. So 
obviously that game, you know, it's really frustrating for 49ers fans. But uh, for Eagles fans, I'm sure they thought, hey, you know, what wasn't it wasn't too big of a deal. We didn't have to uh, play too hard. There were, you know, we, we weren't biting our fingernails there at the end. But this is the rematch to that game. Now, I'm of the uh, opinion that, you know, the team that wins that game, the team that wins the NFC Championship game, that is the team you have to go through. Now, they are 10-1, and one, Niners are 8-3, and three, and somehow, in Philadelphia, the Niners are favored in this game. And I've come to the conclusion that it's all because of gaudy statistics. Uh, I don't buy it. I really don't. I think Vegas is taking advantage of this, uh, the idea that the Niners are going to attack the middle of Philadelphia's defense. I still have not seen the 49ers stop the RPO. That offense is just in my nightmares. It really is, especially the way that Jalen Hurts runs it. Like, we've seen it before, Russ, Russ Wilson ran it Kyler Murray runs it it's always it always makes the 49ers defensive ends just kind of like pause and it's kind of stunts their their pass rush there and I I just want to see the 49ers be effective against this offense before I'm just like rah rah 49ers the best team in the NFC uh the Eagles are pulling some of these games out you know out of their rear ends late Last week against Buffalo, in the Discord, me and Shelvin and uh, Rod and a couple of others were just chatting about the game, and I was just like, oh, the Bills are, are doing us a favor here. And Shelvin's like, hmm, I don't know. The Eagles, you know, the Eagles are a, a little little bit of a of a comeback team here. I, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be a little early on this. I was like, yep, you're right. You're 100% right. And then... Shelvin was a thousand percent right because the Eagles came back and won that game, and they did the same thing against uh, Kansas City the week before. So, I, you know, I, I just, I, I just really want to see the 49ers win this game as a way, as a statement to say, hey, you know, maybe we are as good as the Eagles. I just don't buy that they that they should be the favorite here. Um, so, a couple of other things. About this game, the Niners are on a little bit of rest. They played on Thanksgiving, so they have a couple of extra days. And Philadelphia played, had to go into overtime in the Buffalo game. Not great weather. Their defense was on the field a lot. That bodes well for the 49ers. Though Philly is home, and it is a later start. Uh, it is the the start is like is if if it was in on the West Coast. They actually it's, uh, they actually on the East Coast, and and it is a uh, four twenty-five start or whatever in Philadelphia, and the weather. I looked up the weather because I was also really worried about the weather. For whatever reason, you know the Niners historically some of their quarterbacks, except for Colin Kaepernick, by the way, just not great. Uh, bad weather QBs, and it looks now this is me recording at 10:29 Pacific on Saturday night it looks like it's definitely going to rain in Philadelphia up until the afternoon and by the afternoon it clears up so that may bode well for the Niners we saw Brock Purdy try and play in the rain against uh, Cleveland it wasn't great 
And also from the kicking standpoint, you know, Jake Moody, uh, I, I don't know if there are 49er fans who are like, yep, Jake Moody, don't got to worry about that guy. That is a concern, especially when it comes to special teams. So uh, also, you know, if you if you are looking for the 49ers to win this game and to go into Philadelphia and you're confident about it, the reason you're confident about it is because the short passing game, which is really the 40, like the 49ers are so excellent at the posts, the the ins, the short routes over the middle, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk. McCaffrey out of the backfield. They're so excellent at those passes, and Philadelphia can't really cover them. And if you are of that mindset that this is why the Niners win, I completely understand, completely get it. Uh, Philadelphia has, uh, statistics-wise, they're they are good against the run. Some of that may be that they're get they're getting in a lot of these uh, these high-scoring games, and 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 it's it's a passing game uh, a lot of the time. But I do wonder if the Niners decide to, because Kyle Shanahan sometimes will just go pass, 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 and Christian McCaffrey just back there, and we're like, "Hey, how about get it to you know maybe the most valuable offensive player in the league?" So I do wonder what the strategy is going to be there, because I think Shanahan's probably salivating at the idea that over the middle and in these uh, areas where the linebackers are supposed to be, a George Kittle game could pop up. Uh, you know, McCaffrey out of the backfield. I, I imagine he's going to really, really want to pass the game, but I still hope that they, you know, that, that they do run the game because run the ball because their offense is, is predicated on the play action game so much. And you set that up by running the football. So even if they're not, a, you know, super successful, I, I still want to see them do that. I don't want to see them give it up. And, you know, McCaffrey could break one at any point in, in the game. So uh, the, the thing, if you are, on the Philly side of, come on, these guys are going to come into our house and win. It is, you know, Shadlin Hurts. The guy creates time. The one thing that can uh, really stall out a pass rush that has been really great in the last three weeks for the 49ers is a quarterback who can buy time with his legs. And, you know, there's going to be decisions for Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw where Hertz is going to actually get out there and run, and they have to decide, am I going to go try and tackle this dude, or am I going to stay home and make sure that he doesn't hit a big play in the air because, you know, I, I, I'm i a second too early on, on giving up the coverage. That is the stuff that scares me the most as a 49ers fan. It's just Jalen Hurts and what he can do. Uh, because of that, Niners DBs are going to have to cover for a little bit longer. You know, you you kind of do that one Mississippi, two Mississippi in the back of your head, and with Hertz, you can't really do that as quickly because he's gonna create time. Uh, if you are also on the Niners side of things, I think they really have to create turnovers here. Now, you know, the Hertz naysayers are basically saying, yeah, you know, he's not passing as well as he did last year. Their offense isn't as, as fantastic as it was last year. Their defense, obviously, as well. They're in these high-scoring games, but it's it's good enough in the fourth quarter for them to come back. But I do think the Niners' defense is going to have to create a turnover or two. And on the flip side, you know, we got gunslinging Brock. 
you know, but what, what does Brock say? Let it rip. That's a Shanahan thing too. Let it rip. I, I just on the offensive side, it's not creating turnovers. I think it's going to be a big deal, but does that mean Brock is going to have to hold on to the ball when he, you know, when he wants to let it rip? I don't know. I don't know what they do there. I don't imagine Shanahan's going to tell him to, to not be aggressive. That's just the way Brock plays. But I think the turnover battle in order for the Niners to win is going to have to lean towards their side as well. Uh, and, you know, the the other thing about this is it's a, it's a Hargrave game, right? Hargrave wants to show that Philly, by not re-signing him and by letting him go, you know, that they made a mistake. And and we'll see what kind of game he has. He, he actually had a, a pretty good game last week, so he's got to be a little uh, on the high end. Uh, but Debo, CMC, George Kittle, those are the guys, you know, I think that if, if the Niners win this game, expect those guys to have big games. Ultimately, for me, uh, as somebody who is not only a fan but also analyzes the team and talks about them, it's it's kind of a put-up-or-shut-up game, right? Like Shanahan has been to multiple NFC Championship games. He's been to one Super Bowl. He says he's got his guy. This is a, a put-up-or-shut-up game, I think, for Kyle Shanahan. Because if the Niners lose this game, uh, they they would be 8-4. and four. Philly would be 11-1. and one. And, and basically, Philly's got the one seed. If the Niners can pull this game out, then you're basically rooting for the Dallas Cowboys next week because you want to go into the... The tiebreaker uh, at, tied with Philly at, at, at the bare minimum because by the head-to-head matchup, you would get the number one seed. Now. And I'm sure the Niners would want that. They would want the week of rest to make sure that everybody is healthy. So that is in play. And the last thing that is kind of in play here, Rod and I talked about it last week on the show, which is Brock Purdy... There's actually some MVP of the league juice in this game, I think. If Brock Purdy comes out and has a really good game against Philadelphia and beats Philly, this is the kind of game that the naysayers are circling, right? Oh, you know, Brock is a product of the system and he's Shanahan puppet. And it's games like this against teams like Philadelphia that, can do some things to stop what the Niners system does. And then it's up to Brock to create. And if Brock has a good game and the Niners can actually win this game, I think he's on the radar for the MVP. Now, if he doesn't and the Niners lose, I think he's completely off and, and it's probably, you know, not possible. Not that anybody really cares. Like this is not a team award is an individual award. I think it was just throw the NFL into uh, a crazy, insane week if Brock was in the MV- the actual MVP race. Like, think about the podcasts of the national podcasts who, you know, Brock is already, I-, I-, I don't necessarily think he's underrated necessarily. I think he is, people are kind of wait and see with him. And this is the kind of game that would throw everything <laughs> just out of whack. If Brock has a big game and then you have to talk about him for MVP. And like Rod and I said last week on our show, like to us, Christian is actually the MVP of the, t- uh, of, of the offense. And, and it may actually be Trent Williams because you see how poorly they play 
without him. Uh, but hey, it's a quarterback league, and you know when it comes to MVPs, it's a quarterback award. So that will be quite interesting. But uh, Rod and I are going to be back. We'll be back at 10 p.m. Pacific. So the reason why we have to record so late, I, I mean, I would love to record at 5 right after the game is over. But uh, my uh, my stepsons have uh, two basketball games tomorrow. Luckily for me, one is early before the Niners game, and then one is at 5 after the Niners game. So... It kind of makes uh, – I lucked out with the scheduling. But because the game, the second game, is is later after the game, I have to uh, go to that game, and I won't be back until the evening. And so I think it just makes sense for Rod and I to go at 10. So sorry about that. And even the next week, there's a chance that I'm actually going to go to the game. And I know Rod has a commitment that evening – so the following week, the Seattle game, we may have to figure something out there, but we'll talk about that on our show on uh, on Sunday night. So, hey, this is a big game. This is why, uh, you know, big game Sundays are are created. Get your whatever whatever your uh, your go to is. I know Robert Ramos. He's probably gonna get the grill going. And it's going to have something really, really cool. Shout out to Robert Ramos, one of our favorite listeners, someone who I've known for a very long time. And this is what, you know, the big Sundays are all about is this game. Niners Eagles doesn't really get any bigger in uh, 2023, 2024 NFL. So everybody, we will talk to you Sunday night on YouTube. Check the YouTube channel, BSPN Bay Area Sports Podcasting Network. We'll we'll set the stream up for uh, early so that you can you can send a notification there, and then the audio the podcast feed will be up soon after we are done uh, for folks who are on the podcast side of things. So I am Double G. We will see you when we see you. Go Niners. Peace out.